expectations of my parents, of society, mm-hmm. of the school. So I didn't follow really my heart or because I didn't even know what yeah. my heart wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, so now I don't want to say regret because it's just my life, it's just yeah. my path, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy that I I found my real purpose. Yeah. Welcome to Doing It For The Dharma. In this series, I'll be interviewing inspiring women who are following their soul's calling. I'm your host, Maddie Lynch, the vegan yogi traveler, where it is my mission to connect with and spread the message of empowering women on this planet so you too can have the courage and knowledge to take the leap and follow your life purpose. Hi everyone, welcome to our first ever episode of Doing It For The Dharma. Today I'm with a very good friend, Ellie. Now, Ellie and I met about a year ago when I was living in Dusseldorf and I was running Reiki shares and events and she attended one of my my Reiki groups and we just bonded so well. She's also vegan, also into spirituality and meditation and all of the things and yeah, we just instantly clicked. So since then, yeah, we've really grown together and we've just developed such a great friendship. Even though I now live in Hamburg away, I still try and go back and see her. So when I did, I thought I had to record an interview. She's doing so many amazing things. Like she has a full-time corporate career, yet alongside that, she's following her life path. She's running women's circles. She's running shamanism events. She's in fact training to become a shaman herself. She has a really interesting story and I so wanted to share it with you today. So I hope you enjoy this episode and I'll catch you on the flip side. So before we dive into this episode, I just wanted to say that we did record this one outside. When we started recording, there was some construction noise and there were some children playing in the background. So I hope that that doesn't distract you in this episode. I've now also bought a second microphone. So the first two interviews... The sound quality isn't the best, but from the third one onwards, it's much more easier to listen to. So I hope you can still appreciate the message that Ali has to share with you, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Today I have with me a very special lady indeed. We have Ellie here for our Doing It For The Dharma video series. So we're just going to have... A little conversation so you can learn more about Ellie, how she's following her life purpose and how maybe that can inspire you also to dive into yours too. So Ellie, before we yeah. begin, <laughs> what does Dharma mean to you? Well Dharma is the life purpose and for me it's like the meaning of life, mm-hmm. you know, so we are very busy in our daily life doing stuff like we don't think about it. Yeah. But when you find your dharma, is your real purpose. Why are you here and what fits your soul? Mm-hmm. This is like, uh, for me, the, the meaning, you know, of yeah. life. Yeah. Soul food. <laughs> Love it. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> and Ellie, obviously I know a lot about you already, lucky enough. But for the audience who don't know you all, mm. could you just introduce yourself, t- tell a little bit about who you are yes. and your story? Yes. 
Well, um, my name is Elisa. I come from Spain. I'm living in Germany since eight years now. And well, my spiritual journey began. I don't know exactly when I should put a date on that, but mm. maybe probably like eight years ago. I start changing a lot because before I I used to be like a very materialistic person. I mean, not materialistic like buying things, but really like uh, you know focus on the daily life so yeah. really not I didn't believe anything about Reiki energies you know I was really mm. not aware at all mm. and then I met a person and he was a Reiki master so he started telling me how he did the you know the healings yeah. and his experience so at the beginning for me it was like so yeah this started to make a change in my mind and then uh, I went through a phase that I, it was a bit difficult for me because I was sick for one or two months and I didn't really know what was the, the cause of right. the, my, my, how I was feeling and so on. So I read a book by Deborah Chopra, Synchrodistiny, it's called. Uh, I mean, if um, for a person that starts in a spiritual journey, I think it's really nice book because it tells you a bit of the quantum mechanics and mm. how our thoughts can affect the reality, you yeah. know, so I also like the science part of behind so, that. Yeah. So yeah, this really made a change in me mm. because I was having this phase like, okay, now I'm sick, what happened <laughs> with me? So yeah. I think in those moments you go a bit deeper, you know, in, in life and in meaning. So sure. yeah, um, then, then I start to change, I start to meditate, I start to research many things about, you know, mm. Uh, what is Reiki, um, yeah. you know, so then it starts all of this, uh, well then when I moved to Dusseldorf, mm. you know, I met you, <laughs> <laughs> and I was uh, looking for, you know, learning more about mm. Reiki, like practicing, so I went to your uh, meetup group, and yeah, this was really like a jump, you know, so start mm. not only knowing about that or reading, but just starting to do things, yes, uh, yeah. So thank you very much for thank that. Thank you. <laughs> really, really glad it we was, met. Yeah, it was nice because you told us everyone can do this, mm. you know. So that yeah. at the beginning I thought, yeah, okay, so only Reiki masters or people born with this gift yeah. can do it. But I didn't know I can do it yes. myself. So yeah, so I started like, feeling, okay, I want really to try. And then, well, I have like another phase again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Many phases. And yeah, then I visit a shaman, mm. so it was like my first contact with shamanism, yeah. and this healing really changed me a lot, I, I felt like the benefits of that, so I really was like, wow, I was amazed with that, so I started researching more and more about shamanism, yeah. and then in Dusseldorf I found a very nice place um, to work with, with people, mm. so I learned with Shaman Hawk. Orsolia yes. a lot, I learned with them, um, and it really filled my soul, so yeah. it's my dharma now, it's <laughs> shamanism, yes, yeah. yes, so I look forward to learn more and more mm. to practice, to do the women's circles, now it's like, yeah, I'm really so motivated with that, yeah. I'm so happy that it changed my life <laughs> so much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Ellie, yes, yeah, mm. so you've already told us a little about, about your journey, and you mentioned yeah. towards the end, you've been getting into shamanism, mm. yeah. can you tell us a little bit more about your women's circles, and yes, what you're sure, doing with that? Sure, yes. So uh, we meet like uh, once every two weeks, more mm. or less, you know, we look also for um, 
dates that are important in the pagan um, say, tradition, yeah. you know, uh, we change the topic from uh, time to time, depends on, you know, the topic of the day, yeah. uh, we incorporate different elements, so mm. normally we meditate all together, so we do tea ceremonies to yeah. clean ourselves, you know, we do a guided meditation as well, mm. uh, normally we create also an altar, because I think it's nice to incorporate the energy of the group together yes. with a purpose for yes. the day. You know, so we use um, natural things, flowers, mm -hmm. crystals, stones, leaves, anything from nature. So yeah. the purpose is connect ourselves to nature and go back to our true selves, you know, as women. So mm -hmm. connected to the earth. So beautiful. Yes, so that's what we do. Mm. And have yes. you found that in starting this journey of creating women's circles and doing these um, not monthly, but bi-weekly mm. circles. Have you found that you face any challenges along the way in following this path? Well, I wouldn't name it challenge, mm. but sometimes you have to see, okay, some women maybe are more open than others, mm. so really I need, I, I want to the, the circle to be really harmonic, yes. so you really need to pay attention a bit, you know, how is the personality of every woman, so everyone feels really connected, you know, loved, care, so this is like, yeah, uh, not my worry, but like, you know, like, um, how do you say? Something you keep in mind. Yeah, something yeah. to keep in yeah. mind, yes, like everyone feels safe mm. and care, um, that they can open themselves yeah. in the circle, so yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And how, what kind of tools do you do to make sure that all women can feel safe in the circle and feel open? Is there something like in particular? that you mm. do or is it more like on this energetic level? Well, I think um, depends on the day, but mm. I think it's, it's very nice to introduce yourself first. Yeah. I talk about myself or my experience because opening yourself first and telling, mm. you know, maybe private things that, you know, things that you experience that were not so bad, not so good for you, yeah. you know, but make you uh, grow. So they, they open themselves more easy. Uh, so yeah, it's about being also true to yourself, you mm. know, so yes. so if the people feel this, mm. they will they will be more willing to open themselves to, yeah, yeah like the so authenticity yeah, of you exactly. helps them also. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. that's beautiful, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, exactly. And I know, Ellie, just from personally, knowing you, that you also have a, a separate career, that you yes. do have and then you have your mm. your dharma your spiritual path as well yeah. so how do you manage the career the balance of the dharma and the balance of your own spiritual yeah. practice and relationships etc well to be honest that? this is uh, a challenge <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah but uh you know when you are young uh of, of course you knew from the beginning what you wanted to do so i really mm. is like i i admire this from you Mm -hmm. uh, but for me it was different, so yeah. I follow a lot, you know, the expectations of my parents, of society, mm -hmm. of the school, so I didn't follow really my heart, or because I didn't even know what yeah. my heart wanted, mm -hmm. you know, so now I don't want to say regret, because it's just my life, it's just yeah. my path, you know, mm -hmm. but I'm happy that I, I found my real purpose, yeah. and I try to, I mean, let's say separate like okay I do my my job because mm. I need to pay my bills and it's like 
something that I must do. Yes. But at the same time, I try to make so much as possible in mm. my spiritual path, you know. Yeah. Every day do something for myself, meditation, mm. you know, or even creating a small altars at my place, you know. So it's like you have to know how to live between the worlds, yes. you know, like mm. your, your daily life and the spiritual path. Uh, it's, yeah, it's to find the balance. Yeah. At the beginning was not very easy because I really mm. wanted to, I really want to leave my job at some yeah. point, you know, but it's just being patient, you mm. know, learning to be patient that everything will settle down and then I will at some point can change my life completely. Yeah. So Transition. yeah, yeah, it's just trust, trusting mm. in the universe and then yeah. focus on what you want to do. So Beautiful. taking action, mm. trust be patient and then everything will come <laughs> I love that yeah because I think um, not the problem but I think the thing is with a lot of women today is that they're stuck or stuck in this career or job that they do and they yeah. have a different passion in mind they know what their dharma is but they feel a bit afraid to make the leap and and as in your case it doesn't necessarily have to be like just career or just dharma like you can yeah. find the balance so what advice would you give mm. to women who are kind of stuck between this yeah. should i take this leap should i not yeah well i think the first thing is really be true to yourself so mm. to see what what makes you happy you know what fills your soul is really the career or is yes. the spiritual path you know mm. i mean maybe some women are okay following the career and you know and uh, maybe just doing small things but for themselves which is okay you know yeah. so everyone has to find their dharma or their mm. purpose you know yeah. so the first thing is recognize what makes me happy you know mm. and then you kind of start doing this balance you know so um the problem for me was that when i want something i want it like right <laughs> now 100 yeah. percent. so yeah. this was this was my my challenge mm. but you know just be patient just step by step you know yeah. and then in the spiritual world there are so many things that you mm. can do so just try this through try that you yeah. know try many paths and see what is what resonates more with mm. you you yeah. know choose a step by step do a small things at home in a small circle mm. as well you know so choose really uh, with patience yeah. yeah i think that's really great advice like you say like it doesn't have to be this huge leap like yeah yeah exactly that's great like mm. small little steps is just because it's frustrating otherwise yeah. you know like we mm. cannot change i mean it's it's sad, but it's like that, you know, I mean, we need yeah. to survive, I mean, money at the end is mm -hmm. how things work, you know, yeah. so, exactly. yeah. Okay, beautiful, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> I'm sure the women will be grateful to hear I that hope. inside of your experiences. <laughs> yeah. And we talked a little bit about the beginning with what you're doing. Can mm. you tell us a little bit about Healers of Earth and what your kind of intentions are yes. with that over the next five or so years? Yeah, so this name actually came to me through a meditation you know I was mm. thinking about what I want to do and I wanted something that really connects to the earth you yeah. know I think women are all natural healers mm. you know so we are born with this gift and we just need to express it you know find it in our heart and express it yeah. so that's why this name came to me yeah so in this group we are three women organizing mm. that so in a triangle I think the this brings a lot of equilibrium, you know, mm. and balance. Yeah. And uh, well, uh, our intention is to create a community here in Dusseldorf, Dusseldorf, mm. Krefeld, I mean, in the surrounding, 
and we want to have women's circles we have to have a community that, that cares about others you know yeah. we want to organize also like a trash cleaning maybe from the Rhine mm. so environmental activities as yeah. well um, yeah I mean let's see how it grows but <laughs> yeah. yeah we want to have like activities that are affordable for mm. everyone yes. you know so everyone is welcome and feel love and care mm. you know in the community and then so every one of us will follow her own path in the spirituality because you know we have different interests as well so we yeah. will offer different uh, service you know mm. different private appointments but yeah i hope it goes really really well mm. um yeah i would focus more probably on the feminine side you know bringing women back to their true nature mm. on the sex healing part um yes. yeah so beautiful yeah. we are also planning to do uh, in krefel a friend of this group she has a very mm. beautiful basement we want to paint it and to create a sacred space there for, yeah. for women and to have activities mm, that'll be so powerful it seems like yeah the really next level of of your dharma right now like finding this sacred space yes. to really bring people together that's so powerful yeah. and it's going so quick you know yeah. because at uh, the beginning i thought oh it will take so much time but when mm. you put really your strongest intention and mm. your actions and you really work for it i mean yeah. it's developing really quick so i am mm. really amazed how how good it goes and i so motivated to follow. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much, yeah. Kelly. Yeah. Thank you. And since you you mentioned a little bit about the sexual healing, mm -hmm. um, I would say I attended your workshop yeah. yesterday <laughs> with Shaman Hawk about yeah, um, yeah. sacred sexuality from a shamanic perspective, which was so so interesting. So could you talk a little bit about that? Mm. just so maybe people who don't know what that is have a bit of an idea yes so shamanism is going back to your true nature you know mm. so the sex part of it is is the same you know so male and female play a different role yeah. and uh, it's just um, also recognizing the play of the divine feminine you know mm. or true principle or goddess you know principle yes. or connection to the creativity mm. we have to our life force because mm. uh, nowadays the sexuality we see um, you know in the industry the porn industry of the advertisements is really like focus on the male you know it's really like aggressive superficial you know so in, in shamanism we go back to our connection to the earth you know and to really uh, appreciate the beauty of the feminine you know and then we use this life force to create things we want to manifest yeah. because women have this power you know we can have babies but we also can create a whole reality, you know, yes. with our intention. So it's just using this force, you know, mm. to bring things in our life that we want to achieve, we want to change, we can clear mm. also spaces, you know, we can bring love, you know, it's just mm. about that, you see. So beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I know Ellie, you've written a really great article on this. So you guys, I'm going to link it below because yeah. this information was so profound that I'd read. I won't talk too much about it now because, guys, you should definitely check it out and read it. I think every man and woman needs to read this information and take it in because it's really something that's hidden from yes. our society, which is yes. which is very disempowering to the woman. But I will mention yeah. a little bit about how you mentioned like the clitoris, for example, is like the only organ like produced like solely for pleasure, which is like exactly. crazy. We're yeah. really not taught about that. But anyway, we'll we'll save that for the article. So guys, definitely. Mm -hmm 
check it out and read it. So could you tell us, you've mentioned so much already about your dharma, which I'm so grateful for. So could you tell us a little bit about your self-care practices and what yes. keeps you in alignment mm. to fulfill your life? Yes, purpose? yes. So meditation is very important for me because mm. I really need to calm. After my job, I, I work from Monday to Friday. And yeah. you know, it's not something <laughs> that I really like. So yeah. I really need the meditation, you know, mm. for myself to calm my mind. So this is something that I always incorporate. And also, I, well, I have some uh, rituals that I do at home. I create some altars with crystals and elements from, from nature, leaves or yeah. stones. Uh, sometimes I create like a big altar and I meditate there mm. with candles. So I really like to incorporate a fire element, like yeah. candles, you know, yeah. or earth elements. Mm. So to have this together and also sometimes I put the crystals in my bath tube mm, and I take okay. a bath there yeah. so I really awesome. feel the energy so <laughs> coming good. through me and yeah. also to clean yourself mm. and it's really, really good. So I have different but this is my basic, <laughs> you know, That's what I do great. usually. Mm. Yes. Thank you, Ali. Yeah. So we're coming to the end of our interview now. So I thought it would be cool if we could just do like a few fire round questions, like not really like thinking about it too much so if you could have one superpower mm -hmm. what would it be and why oh <laughs> let me think i think it will be like to feel be more empathetic you mm -hmm. know like i mean maybe it's not like a superpower but yeah. uh, i already feel like sometimes the energy of the people mm. or I, I can read people I think easy yeah. so that's why for me I, I feel like the need or helping someone when mm. even when they don't want to talk about it yeah. so I would really like to have more and more empathy to mm. really get deep into the person to, yeah. to help to heal them so yeah this will be something I would really like to develop but mm. it's also it's doable you know anything yeah I mean every, sure. every person can be psychic if you really practice it and you really are tuned into mm. it and you are open so it's a process and I really hope that I could do it more and more no if, doubt. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. <laughs> thank you yeah. and if you could be any animal in the world what would you be and why yeah I love cats mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since I was a kid, I was like obsessed with cats. I, I don't know. I, I, I love the way they move. Mm. You know, I love that they are very independent yeah. animals. You know, yeah. I also uh, heard I heard a story uh, that was the difference between dogs and cats. Mm. Why dogs do everything that humans say and cats don't? And yeah. Because uh, dogs think that uh, humans are God, mm. but cats they know there is a universal truth or you know yeah. they can feel more yeah. so they mm. really know no they are not <laughs> they are not, not, not so gods. special <laughs> no, no. yeah i love that thank yeah. you and what is your favorite crystal yeah my favorite crystal is uh, rose quartz mm. it's one of my favorites because um is connected to the heart chakra you know yeah. so it's this loving and caring energy i mm. feel it also very feminine you know so it's, yeah. it brings for me a lot of balance as well mm. because it's in between our earth chakras and our more sky universe mm. chakras Beautiful. and i i love it as it's in between you know like resonates uh, yeah. with love so I, I really love that mm. and other very very nice crystal is the black tourmaline yeah so <laughs> I, I usually use it when I feel worried or when I feel I have like maybe some negativity, mm. you know, or some, some stress. Yeah. So I just meditate with a crystal in my hand and I really feel how 
you know, this energy goes away and how it cleans myself. So I really like uh, black tourmaline. Sometimes I, I incorporate both stones in, in an altar because I really like the <laughs> polarity yeah. of the colors. Yeah. You know? yeah, I feel it very beautiful. Mm, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So another question. I know sometimes it's asked as if you were going to an island, what would you take? But, mm. you know, being a bit yeah. more spiritual. <laughs> if you could go to space and say you've got your oxygen, your food, everything you need, what is one thing that you would take with you up to space? Mm. Okay, if I have everything I need to survive, you know? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Basically. Then, yeah. <laughs> I would bring a, an object mm. that someone made for me, you mm. know, like, it's, you can say like an amulet, yeah. because it has the energy of this person, you know, mm. it has the love and the intention and the caring he put on that. Wow. So, you know, if I know I will be alone in the space, mm. so I will bring this part of him with me. Oh. Yay, I love that. Thank you. And uh, next question would be, uh, what is your favorite country you've mm. ever been to, a city, and why? Uh, I really don't have like a favorite. Mm. I know I really I feel really good in Dusseldorf. I don't want to move for the next years. Yeah. So I'm happy that I like the place where I am because <laughs> yeah. before I was not happy where I was living. Yeah. But um, actually, I was um, very much in contact with, with Japan, with the mm. Japanese culture. I mean, I don't want to say it's my favorite country yeah. because I like all mm. Spain, I like all yeah. the countries. But I think mm. from every country you can mm. learn something, yes. you can incorporate some parts of this culture in yourself, in your daily life, mm. you know, in your philosophy, in your way of thinking. So from Japan, I, I read a lot about Buddhism and about the, mm. some traditions in Japan yeah. so I really it really helped me and I really mm. uh, incorporate those things also in my life you know some philosophies I really like so yeah, I think you can learn from every country something that really resonates if it resonates with yeah. you you can take it with mm. you you know so and I'm curious like obviously I've been in your house many times there are like Japanese mm. books and, and different <laughs> objects how did you get into like being interested in Japanese culture, I'm just curious. Uh, it was because I, I met friends, I mean I met people from Japan the first mm. time I came to Germany and before I didn't know much about that culture, I, yeah. I really didn't know mm. anything but I, yeah. Yeah, I was surprised that I, I could understand with them really well, I mean like mm. we had like same jokes, I <laughs> yeah. know it was really like yeah. a heart to heart connection mm. you know with these uh, friends and then I start, you know, because I, I love them so much, I wanted to know more about their yeah. culture, you know, why they are the way they are. So I start mm. learning. I learned a bit Japanese wow. as well. I read books. <laughs> yeah. I read, you know, things about their uh, philosophies mm. and about the, yeah, the Zen Buddhism mm. and about the Shinto as Amazing. well. So, yeah. Maybe you've had a past life. I thought that Who too. Knows? Yeah, yeah maybe. That too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you. And final question. Say, what is your favorite food and why? Yeah, my favorite <laughs> food. One of my favorite foods is tofu, <laughs> but the tofu that you can find in Japan because yeah. it's, I mean, the water is different, so really, it's really different from the tofu you find here. Yeah, and one is called agedashi tofu, so mm. it's fried, fried tofu. So every time mm. I go there, I, I love to eat that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Mm. Mm.
beautiful. Thank you. I yeah. didn't have you down for tofu as your favorite food, but you surprised me in many ways. Oh, uh, like, yeah? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I think just because the tofu here is like, I don't know, yeah, I guess a little bit bland, but I guess it's different when you go to Japan. Yeah, and exactly. You know how to do it. So exactly, yeah. when I was there, you know, mm -hmm. I tried there for the first time, and I thought, well, this is not this yeah. is a real tofu. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, if you find yeah. here in the Japanese restaurants mm -hmm. in Dusseldorf, you can find really okay. nice tofu as well. Yeah, I like, yeah, like, I like it personally, but I know my boyfriend's always like, oh, this tastes like nothing. <laughs> yeah, many people say yeah. that. But there we go, they just don't have the proper taste buds. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Well, thank you, Ellie, for yeah. telling us all about your dharma and what you're doing and for answering those rapid-fire questions. So yeah. just before we finish up, are you able to tell us um, just what your social media handles are, your meetup, Facebook groups, yes. just so people yes. are familiar with it? Yes, so I have the Facebook uh, page called mm. Healers of Earth. And I just opened a new one called Shamanism Dusseldorf. So because mm. healers is more like for women, right. for women, but I want yeah. to have like community with uh, mm. women and men. So yeah. that's why I created this page, but I am working on it now. Mm. And then I have the meetup group called Shamanism Dusseldorf. So I will post yes. all of the events there mm. for women and for both genders. Beautiful. So yeah, this is my activities now. I want to create a website soon. Mm. I'm working on that. Next step. Yeah, yeah next step. Great. So yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Thank yeah. you so much, Thank Ellie. You. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed hearing about Ellie's story. Mm. Hopefully it's inspired you also mm. to be able to take some steps towards fulfilling your dharma too. And yeah, we'll see you next time. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs>so that wraps up my conversation with ellie i hope you enjoyed the episode hopefully you found a little nugget of inspiration in there to take along with you and inspire you to start you on your journey too and what i really love is it just goes to show that doing your dharma does not have to be this full-time thing where you drop and leave everything else it can be something you do on the side too and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that so with that being said, I'm so excited to introduce our next episode's guest, Zoe, the professional wild child. She's a full-time content creator. She runs her own festival in Amsterdam. Like seriously, this girl is creating some magic. So keep your third eyes peeled until that episode is released and I'll catch you next time. Thank you for tuning in.